0: J-Train Podcast. This is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. We are here Monday through Friday. This is our last Freed by Noon episode. After this week, we're going back to twice a week. We're going back to twice a week. It's going to be Mondays and Thursdays. Um, I'm already ahead, so I have a bunch of guests lined up. They're all great. All the shows are wonderful. I'll be popping back in with the Freed by Noon every now and again, but... If you want daily content, Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared It's $5 a month, $5 a month. So for the price of a cup of coffee, you can get what you've always been getting. And it comes up on your phone the same exact way we take you through how to do the whole thing. But patreon.com slash Jared Freed, $5. bucks. we are going to change kind of the services on the Patreon so you're going to be able to get... Day Monday through Friday podcast. If you're join Patreon, and then you'll get a Sunday um you'll get a Sunday Um what's it called? Uh, Coffee with J Train that I do where it's a little more introspective. But listen, patreon.com slash Jared Freed, five bucks a month. You can also get advice so you can get your answer your emails answered for sure. Um, but that's what's going to happen. Uh, happy 4th of July. Happy weekend. I hope you guys are all safe and staying healthy. Uh, you know, this has been a wild ride. It's been amazing how the response to this daily version. Ah, had the time of my life. Cue the music. where we go back and through all the memories and it's just me screaming. If you're on YouTube, love you, YouTube land. Keep getting subscribed on YouTube. My YouTube channel, Daily Videos. We're gonna keep that up too. So, we always are evolving. That's the key. Always figuring out new ways. And a lot of it is to get new people involved. Keep telling your friends, your coworkers, your brothers, your sisters, your mamas, your papas, I want this to grow so that is a little bit on you because I can only sing so much follow me follow me I, I i i can only speak to the lower east side i need you people we got some emails we'll do a charcuterie chat Train podcast at gmail.com Train podcast at gmail.com my neighbor has a loud outdoor treadmill help jtrain feather feather and all that good stuff i'm in need of some advice on how to handle a situation that's been happening for a few months doesn't even have to do with dating but i'd love your thoughts Given the state of the world, I've been trying to be forgiving of others during this time. However, <laughs> I've been trying to be forgiving. However, my neighbor has driven me to the brink of insanity by placing an outdoor treadmill on her lower patio and starting runs as early as 5.30, 6 a.m. that go on for two hours. Ooh. We are in separate row houses to give you the mental picture. This thumping is waking me up from next door. That doesn't even consider her squeaky sneakers. I don't understand why she can't run on a sidewalk like everyone else. In the age of quote-unquote being a Karen, how do I even bring this up to this neighbor? I never see them outside otherwise, and knocking on their door feels aggressive. Should I leave a note? Call the police. I know you've dealt with noise issues before. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the one making the noises. Thought at the very least you'd get a laugh. Thanks. PS attaches a video for your reference. Okay, we'll play the video. Um it's asking me to download the video. Let's see what this looks like. I hope I don't get a Here, this is the video. Oh no. You can't. No, this is too much. She's not even a good runner. Maybe that's why she's using the treadmill. Maybe she's embarrassed of how she runs. It's a bad running form, and I know that as a triathlete myself. Um, no, so this is bad this is This is legitimately bad, and you bring up a fantastic point: the age of being a Karen like you pendulums swing and they swing too far. I was watching. One of these quote unquote Karen videos the other day, and I was like, What's the issue here? I don't, I don't, I I came in at the middle sometimes, and sometimes the Karen videos are so good that you're like, Did they start taping this person when they got out of bed this morning? Like, what? So, I understand we're trying to get people to realize that there's consequences for being a piece of shit. But not every piece of shit smells the same. Like, there's two sides to every argument. And I understand that even saying there's two sides is like, you agree with the racist? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that just because you tape someone doesn't mean you're right. If that's the case, we're going to all be like John Wayne. We're all going to be like in duels, just like, take out your camera. Like, I got you first. You're the Karen. Like, do you understand what I'm talking? So... I think a note is actually a worse move. Notes are rid- read are in how you assume they're being written. So you leave too much up. I, you got to go hat in hand. You got to go knock on the door. I think knocking on the door um, and just explaining. And listen, if you knock on the door and they come up with a camera in your face, walk away. Walk away. Now it's time for police noise complaints. I'm saying, someone off in the distance said no to that. I'm saying if you knock on the door and their first thing is they take out a camera before, then they're not reasonable, before you even say anything. There's a process. If you knock on the door, first I'd say, hey, if you haven't met them, hey, I'm your neighbor um, I'm, and apologize. I'm sorry we never met. Um, that's my fault. I think if you come in with apology first, like, hey, I should have introduced myself. This is crazy. Like, I, I think admitting we all need to take the loss somewhere. You can't bat a thousand. If you if you walk in saying I'm always right and get off your fucking treadmill in the morning, they become more the fists go up. Maybe the camera goes up. What I'm saying is come in with an apology because that shows Awareness that shows you're thinking about everything. So you go and you go, Hey, I just want to let you know, I can't believe we've never met. I'm so-and-so I'm your neighbor. Um, what I'm going to say is I, I don't want, I understand we all have our routines, but your treadmill that's out on the porch is very loud in the morning and it's been waking me up and I wanted to talk to you about it and just let you know because It's been going on for a couple weeks now and I understand it's summertime. We all want an outdoor run. I understand you've made an investment in a treadmill but I keep hearing it every morning and I don't wake up at 5 a.m. And you you run very early, which I wish I could do. Like I I would be a little bit envious and apologetic that you're even over there. I hate to be this person. That's a great line. I hate to be this person. I don't want to ever complain about someone's neighbor because I'm sure I might be loud sometimes too but this is a and if it was once a week I feel like maybe I could get over it but it's every morning which I wish I could run every morning I I'm I'm a fat piece of shit I'm a loser I'm sorry but and I think that's the way you go to them and if they can't understand that I don't it goes it escalates from there but it's hard for me to believe that someone would get that type of hey I I should introduce myself months ago. uh, We're neighbors. Um, I I I only come over here, and I'm sad to say this because every morning I wake up to the sound of you running on the treadmill. Every morning it sounds like the stampede is happening outside. How do we figure this out? I'm up at nine. I don't care if it's nine a.m. You know. I I think let's 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 work on this together. How do we get to a better place? At that point, it's got to get better. Podcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcasts at gmail.com. Help. I keep rejecting guys, and they keep on coming back. (laughs) I got that magic pussy. Uh, (laughs) I really hope you open this email. I went on a date with this guy. Let's call him Ted back in November. Just wasn't the match, so I told him I wanted to be Friends. Ted uh, Ted was cool with it, and since then he's invited me to group hangouts a couple of times. But I've always been busy. Well, now a mutual has invited me to Ted's Fourth of July barbecue, and I said I would go. So that afternoon, Ted adds me on Snapchat and suddenly texts my brother asking him how he how he was uh, is. Texts my brother asking him how he is. I don't want to fuck Ted. <laughs> how can I make it so clear to men I am not interested without being a total bitch I don't feel like I should deprive myself of parties or group hangs because of him but I always find myself in the situation help so I understand where you're coming from I, I get it Here's here's Ted's mindset you went on a date with Ted so because you went on a date with him once you do he feels not rightfully so you went on a date with him so you are attracted to him in some way that's Ted's brain. She went on a date with me, so she would fuck me. That' Because that's how he goes on dates. He goes on dates going, I'd fuck her. Yeah, let's go on a date. He doesn't go, yeah, I, I, uh, she comes from a good family and has a lot of good friends and has a good job. I'll go. That's not how he goes on first dates. Do we understand this? So he's in first date brain of, yeah, I'd fuck her. He thinks you're thinking that way. So... Ted, when he get, when you stay friends with him, he's owning this idea that you're attracted to him or have been in the past. So now that you're going to the party, you are considered an option. I'm not saying that's correct or fair. I'm just giving you the inside scoop on ego fucking crazy Ted. That's, I'm just giving you that perspective. Go to the party. You're not going to fuck Ted. You're not going to fuck Ted. What you do, you said he adds you on Snapchat. Deny the ad. Deny it. You have to admit you're not friends. I know you said let's be friends and then he invited you to things. He invited you to things because you said no to him So, but stayed in contact which means maybe you'll be casual with him because you were attracted to him because you went on one date. So my advice to you is deny on Snapchat. Don't get into the Snapchat thing cuz he's going to send you flirty things and it's going to come one way and you're never going to respond, but crazy crazy ego fucking asshole Ted is going to think because he's sending them and you're receiving them and opening them that that you're friendly. Uh-uh. Don't even get in that world. You said he texted your brother asking how he is. You have your brother text him, "I think my sister's going to come. She's really excited." And then he'll, he'll either get back to him being like, oh, cool. Actually, fuck that. I was going to say, have your brother text him that you're seeing someone. But don't even do that. Just go. Go and have fun. And if Ted comes up to you and approaches you, hey, Ted, good to see you. I'm going to go get some burgers. Have fun. And talk to other guys. Talk to Ted. But don't, you know, I, I, I don't think you have to live in his reality. I'm telling you what's going through Ted's mind. The reason that he might be Snapchatting you or trying to make it right now. He's trying to don't let him open avenues to flirty conversations. So that means no Snapchat, no Instagram, no Twitter, get off the social media stuff, show up, have fun, be with your friends, your mutual friend, hang out with them. If Ted comes up to you and just go, Hey, good to see you. And then if he tries to like, you know, ask you a date be like, Hey, I honestly, we tried, I'm not up for it. And you're not a bitch. You're not a bitch. Just because, a, just because someone says you're a bitch doesn't mean you're a bitch. That's how they feel about how they were rejected. That's the same thing as the Karen conversation from the last email. Just because they tape you doesn't mean that you're automatically, you know, <laughs> canceled and sent to the, <laughs> sent to cancel island. Jtrainpodcasts at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Too busy on the ranch. J Train, love your podcast. You've got fans in Wyoming. Yee-haw! I do too. I want to go to Wyoming. I've been to Jackson Hole. That's why I did the yeehaw because the Jackson Hole like mascot is a a bucking cowboy. I listen every morning while I get ready for work. I've learned so much. This may be a new situation for you as I haven't heard any calls about someone who works on a ranch in the mountains. I matched with a guy on Bumble almost two months ago. For reference, I'm 25, he's 27. He lives up on a ranch about an hour from town where I live. Up on the ranch. He lives about an hour north. He is a fly fishing guide during the summer season and does odd jobs around the ranch on the off season. We had been having a great time and had similar interests. I was keeping things casual, trying to feel him out. But two weeks ago on a date, he brought up uh, if I was dating other people and that he likes me and he is only seeing me. I took uh, this to mean we're, we're on to the next stage of dating. I wouldn't take anything to mean anything, but I I understand why. He also mentioned that he has not had a serious girlfriend in five years, still communicates with that girl every six months or so, but would tell her he was seeing someone else now if she messaged him. I brushed it off, but also felt reserved that he still could have feelings from his five years ago ex. Um, I think if you're talking to someone five years later, just every six months, it's probably because he's alone in this fucking ranch. He's got no one else to talk. He, you know, he doesn't meet a lot of women. All of the seasonal workers from around the country also just came back to the ranch for the summer, including women. Just a week ago, he started slowly taking, talking less and less to me, didn't hear from him for two days, and he hit me with the let's take a break, I'm busy on the ranch text. I responded, but then he didn't respond for two and a half days. I get the feeling, uh, the feeling he is totally full of shit, and I'm not getting the full story, but that he was still trying to keep me an option by saying, uh, that part of, about taking a break what gives so here's this text oh my god it's a long okay let's read the text hey sorry i've been non-existent since the se- uh, season is starting it's just been super busy i do want to talk about what we have going on right now with everything about to start for the summer it's hard for me to have any time for really anything else at this time i think it would be best if we just take a break and can be friends right now i don't even have much time for me right now and as the introvert as the introvert, it's something I need for sure. See, this whole thing where people make introvert somehow their disability is 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 bullshit. I'm with her. This is that's a bullshit text. Here's what he's trying to do. And and it makes sense considering the five years and what I said before. He has an ex of five years ago that he still keeps up with. He obviously doesn't have a lot of options during certain parts of the year. So the, year, the parts of the year that he doesn't have a lot of options, he's texting with the ex from five years ago. That's why they get in touch every six months. I'm pretty sure it's probably during the winter months. Now he finds you an hour away. You're like a diamond in the rough. He, there's never any women around. And when you guys start going on dates and start talking, he starts trying to lock you in and then all of a sudden... The, 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 you know, the, the the shipment of people comes into the ranch and he's too busy because there's a lot of options. What I say, I'm not even going to get into the rest of the text. I'm going to tell you what you should do. You say to him, great. It was great meeting you. I enjoyed our time together. I wish this wasn't the case because I felt like you were someone I could make time for. That's okay. We're not the match. I'm not looking for a friend. If you're looking to date me, you have my number. If you want a friend, good luck on the ranch. I'm not going to be that person. And that sounds very like stern. But I'm saying that because I think you're right. I think he wants to keep you as an option. I think he wants to have access to you in the way he has access to the ex. I'm sure his ex from six years ago is like, is like what's going on? He, every six months he pops back in. She's probably in the same position that you might end up being. Don't be in that position. You don't need to be. J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. J-Train Podcast at gmail.com. Jared, I never write into things like this, but would love your take on this situation. Was seeing a guy for a few weeks, had four dates within that time. He was very consistent with texting every day, being open, communicative, respectful, etc. After our second date, he brought up becoming exclusive. But I lightheartedly said, let's wait until our third date and kiss before we would make it exclusive. I love her answer to that. I love that she was playful. She didn't take it personally. But anyone who would bring up being exclusive on a second date has problems. They have uh, confidence issues because they're worried about the. the, – I'm just saying, second date, how about we be exclusive? I would wonder what their internal issues with confidence are because they're trying to lock you in so that they don't have to deal with the ambiguity of what dating brings. He then asked me to be his date for the 4th of July, two weeks prior, so planning ahead. There's a difference between planning ahead and locking you in so that he can have the option to cancel later on. I, I, I Those two combined together give me a low confidence person that is using you in these things that you want to hear. He, This dude is like, oh, she'll want to hear that we're, let me keep going. Let's wait till our third. he then asked me to be his date for the 4th of July two weeks prior. So I'm planning ahead. I understand why you're excited, but I don't I wouldn't be excited on our third day. We spent four hours on his couch talking, but he never made a move to cuddle or kiss. By the end of the day, he apologized for being so shy and nervous. I reassured him I was nervous, too. We finally kissed and it was a great kiss. Uh, he walked me to my car, asked me to see me again. Made mention that the 4th of July we should plan a staycation somewhere. The next day, we picked dates for said saycation. I saw him two days later, and he was much more comfortable with being affectionate while we were watching a movie. We talked for hours, and he confirmed plans for the fourth. Talked about talk- taking me to his hometown in the fall for their annual parade. Talked about setting up uh, our friend, fr- setting up friends of ours, etc. We ended up making out a bitch, which he seemed to enjoy, but we didn't try to have sex. He started to fall asleep, and I said he, I should go home. He said I, I was so comfortable, and he felt bad I had to drive home. Gave me a big, long hug, told me he'd come to my place this week. Looking forward to seeing me again. Text me when you get home. The next day, I hear nothing from him. I sent him, I hope you're having a good day. Text midday. No response. I go about my day, and when I get home from being out, I noticed he blocked me on Facebook. I tried calling him just once. Didn't leave him voicemail. Fifteen minutes later, he sends this text. Hey. So I don't want to beat around the bush, but I am uh, not really feeling it between us. I didn't want to say anything while you were with your friend at the winery, and it gave me time to think, sorry if I led you on. I responded said, thank you for the message, and asked if he could chat real quick, and he never responded. What do you think gives? I think this is kind of a... Um, listen, I'm not saying that like two people can't meet and instantly hit a spark and then go up and up and up. That... That can happen. But don't live in the can happens. Let's live in the reality. The reality is this guy uses um, – uh, uh, this is a, an emotional manipulation by him. This guy is a low-confidence dude, so he brings up being exclusive on the second date. Then he says a bunch of shit that he knows women want to hear. He says, we should set up friends. Come home for my fall parade in my hometown. Like, where does he live? Fucking Mayberry? What does he live in? The Fucking Pleasantville? And and we should set up our friends. He did a lot of we shoulds, we shoulds, we shoulds. So what he did, and you'll say, but we didn't have sex. That's okay. What he's doing is trying to get you locked in so that he can make the decision. Do you see how in his text he even says it? He says, it gave me time to think. Sorry if I led you on. He knows he led you on. He knows that he uses serious things to convince people into liking him So that he can... Because it's not as important to him. It sucks. Move on. And then you say he didn't have sex. You didn't have sex. He wanted to make you a sexual option by making sure you liked him. If this guy was like a normal, just everyday, you know, medium guy like me, like a mediocre dude like me, it would be like, okay, you wouldn't say these things. And then you deal with consequences of maybe having sex and like having to... Basically, he made it so he never had to deal with the thought of you maybe not liking him by using kind of like it's it's kind of like using like uh it's kind of like using weapons from later in the game. Like he had a cheat code to use things like if Mario all of a sudden could run through level one with like the invincibility power. Oh, we should. We should be exclusive we should get to get, it's just all bullshit Podcast at gmail.com Podcast at gmail.com we're sponsored people. we are sponsored that's right every uh, week I have new sponsors if you and they give you free money if the, if, the, if the deal they give you is helpful it helps me that if you use it. Do we understand? Here are the ads this week figs great figs great scrubs like like fashionable scrubs. Quip, the best toothbrush I've ever used. It also helps you to stay on good habits because it'll keep you, it has a buzzer that tells you when it's been two minutes. Native, natural deodorant, all natural. They got new smells that are amazing. Go. Feel CBD, I'm using it every day. They became a sponsor, they sent me a free Feels. I called their hotline to see what it was all about. I really do think it's made a change in my life. I'm, I'm less, I, I, I'm less on edge. All the sponsors are in the description of today's episode. If you, if any of those products sound like they could be a help in your life, then you use the code because all of them have deals. All deals. Let's do a charcuterie chat. Hit the music, Shelby. Today's charcuterie chat is about this floating tray used for a charcuterie board. I'm looking at this floating charcuterie board, which is mostly fruit, but I've seen other iterations. Nobody, we're gonna, we're gonna put charcuterie in the pool? Are you out of your mind? Are you, honestly, you want salami with a little hint of chlorine on it? You're looking to have cheese with a little bit of pool water on it? That your kid, that your nephew peed in? That's where you wanna eat your charcuterie. You can't get out of the pool, dry off, then have some meats and cheeses and crackers. Also, what if some water gets into the tray? Are you gonna have uh, soggy crackers? You're gonna ruin half the tray and go, oh no, no, eat to the left because that's the part that didn't get pool water on it. This is all in service of an Instagram picture. I don't care what you say. Nobody's having charcuterie in the pool going, oh, I had a great swim and I am full. I just ate too much salami in the pool. No, this was made for you to do once and never use again because you want to get one good picture of you like a Greek god laying on your pool float, like on a swan pool float, feeding yourself grapes. No, nobody wants to come in your house. Can you imagine walking into a party and they go, okay, the drinks are over there and I hope you have your suit on. Because if you want any charcuterie, you gotta jump in the pool. I'd be like, get the fuck away from me! Give me something to eat now! I don't want to have to swim 500 freestyle to get some you know meats and cheeses. I want to walk in, literally be within arm's reach of it, eat, 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 then I can go to the pool. I'll take off my shirt if I want to take off my shirt. Not because you made me go on some sort of some sort of, uh, you know, I, like I got I to gotta do global guts and climb the Abergrove Crag to get to the meats and cheeses. Nobody wants a pool float charcuterie. Nobody wants to swim for their meal. This is all for an Instagram picture. That's today's charcuterie chat. You can send in yours to JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.